Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. Let me check in on my guy over there in the six, my dog, Jay Hizzle. How you doing, though? Doing great, Jay. Ready to talk about ball as usual, man. Uh, hectic two week, a hectic week here, too. So let, let's get right into it, though. Let's get straight into it, my brother, man. And just real quick, man, for all the fans, uh, wherever, you, wherever you guys are listening, whether you guys are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those uh, podcast platforms, make sure you rank our podcast. Leave us a nice little, little review about what you like most about the pod and that's it, man. Let's get straight into it. Like we over here at Clutch Talk, we don't like to waste too much time. We like to get into the hoop talk. So let's get into it, my brother. We we're gonna start with the up or down games, like how we've been doing recently for these episodes. And I got a banger to start it out, Jay. So I'm I, I need your opinion on this one, man. I mean, let's let's kick it off. I mean, first of first, we've seen the Kings just continue to struggle, whether uh, coaching change or the roster change, no matter what it is, just one of the most struggling franchises and it's really starting to get me to the point of thinking should the kings trade De'Aaron fox and really pivot and go a different direction are you up or down on that jay um i'm i'm i don't really don't think they're gonna get much back in return for him uh just in the value that he's at i don't think teams may value him as much as he is to the kings just like similar to a lot of players on a lot of teams is he may be more valuable to a team and what they need. And then you ship him over and the team who values is less isn't going to give him the return that they need or they desire. So I think that's a similar situation we see with D Fox. And I will add, they got a big win last night against the Lakers. So that might have, have a little bit to say with them and feeling a little more confident. And he had a great performance as well. So that doesn't hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, Jay. He did. Um, he is one of those players where he has a lot more value on the Kings than he has on, on other teams. And especially right now, you know, if the Kings were to were to ship him off, uh, it'd be a little it'd be a little tough because he's actually at a, like a career low right now in, in all the all of his uh, categories that uh, since he's been De'Aaron Fox, you know, not not since his rookie year. If you go on, you know, basketball reference, you'll see, you know, his, his rookie year, he was a little bit worse. But since he's been De'Aaron Fox, the guy that we know, you know, the fastest point guard in the league, he's had a career, he's having career lows on, on, in his points category, his assist category, his rebound category, free throw percentage, three point percentage, and field goal percentage, man. So it's just, it's just not looking, uh, not, not looking too good for, for, for the swipe over there, man. But I have to side though, brother. Hey. The, the Kings, what's up? Talk to me. Yeah, no, Jay. So I, I just got to ask you, I mean, for those of the fans who don't know, Jay uh, has De'Aaron Fox on his team, his fantasy <laughs> team. So, so how are you feeling specifically, not about that, that question, though, but how are you feeling about his performance this far and his production? And do you see him like, you know, picking it up? Because I mean, I think last night's a good start of if they use him correctly and they put him 
Alvin Gentry puts him in the right positions to be successful, I think he's going to improve, in my opinion. But how are you feeling about it, Jay? <laughs> absolutely, Jay. Yeah, unfortunately, I do have him on my fantasy. And, uh, and yeah, absolutely, Jay. I think that, you know, Alvin Gentry, that's that's a great start, you know, from switching from Luke Walden to Alvin Gentry. And just to be able to utilize him in a different way is is, is going to do uh, do wonders for his game, man. But I also think he's just he's just going through a real shooting slump, man. I mean, we've never seen, never seen him shoot under 30% in his career. But right now, shooting 25% from three, which is absolutely like terrible, man. And for, and for, you know, point guard in today's league, we talk about so much how point guards today's league have to at least have a respectable shot. So, uh, so the defenders got to get out there, man. Uh, but I really do. I really do think Darren's going to have a, a, a turnaround because he is such a focal point of that team. And, you know, and like as basketball players, we know what's the number one way to get out of slumps, you know, just got to keep shooting that thing until you find it. And I think that, he, you know, he'll keep shooting. It. It's going to take him a while, man. But, I think with with this under uh, underperformance of his, it's just going to lead to another devastating year. The Kings missing the playoffs, man. So uh, uh, for De'Aaron, him personally, I think he'll be able to figure it out. But I don't think that the Kings are going to be able to figure it out within time to uh, to flip this around, man. But all right, Jay. All right. So you got anything you want anything else you want to add to that? And I think it's uh, I think it's more so in his case and a lot of players cases. You know, a lot of people say keep shooting, keep shooting. And I agree with that but it's also taking good shots. So if you're in a position to take good shots, then you'll be more successful. Even if you're missing those shots, being in the position where you're taking good shots, they just have a higher chance of going in. Great shots versus good shots, I should say. Even great shots. Like, that's what you want to be taking, great shots rather than good shots. So, yeah. Yep. How, how, does, how does that phrase go, Jay? It's like better, best, uh, greatest, or something like that, <laughs> yeah, right? You, yep. you want to look you for the greatest shot. Greatest shot you can get, yep. And you'll see your, your numbers will follow uh, in that case. Yeah, absolutely. Jay. Absolutely. All right, Jay. So then let's let's move on to our next up or down question. Jay, we seen the beginning of the season. Damon Lillard, you're a guy really struggling, getting off to a real rocky start. As a matter of fact, both me and you said that he's been the most disappointing player this year. But the last 10 games, that has not been the case, man. He's averaging 26 points per game, seven assists, uh, seven assists, four rebounds, shooting 38% from three, 45% from the field, and 94% from the free throw line. Justin Hill, my guy, are you up or down on Damian Lillard being back? Is Dane time back or is this just a short stint? I think he never left. So <laughs> I think he I think he's he's certainly back, but when I watch this game, though, it definitely isn't the same Dame. I mean, he looks a step slower, especially seeing last night's game uh, against the Warriors. He, look, he looked a step slow, and I've been seeing it also, just not against them, just previous games, where he isn't looking like that same explosion, that same, you know, this sidestep, you know, his patented sidestep move, his step back. Uh, just overall, just getting to the lane. He seems to be lacking that quick quickness that he usually once always has. And I think maybe it's due to his, you know, it's abdominal injury that he got in the summer. And we keep going back to that. But it's definitely not the same Dame, but I don't think he's ever left. And he just has to get more creative, maybe. And the way he finds the scores are moving, creating less on the ball and looking for his shots off the ball, moving, getting other guys involved and then finding a way to score there. But I think he never left, so he, he definitely is back, and that's closer to the Dame we're all used to seeing. But how are you feeling on on Mr. Dollar? 
I'm 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 Mr. Dollar, man. Uh, honestly, yeah. Jay, I mean the way where we we were saying him play the you know these past couple of years to just set our standards so high, and I think that it, it's hard for any human, any NBA player, whatever, to be able to meet that every year, year after year after year. So you know, I think he he had you know a, a bit of a drop off at the at the beginning of the year. You know, that's that's pretty clear. You can see the numbers, but. If I have to answer the question, I think he's back, man. I think he's, he, I think he's feeling it. He's feeling his shots. Uh, I would agree, though. He, we, we don't see that same grit and that same intensity that we've been seeing in Dame these, you know, these past couple of couple of seasons. But I think you know, once a shooter finds a shot, once a shooter gets going, man, it, it, it's it's deadly, especially in such a great shooter like Dame, man. So. Uh, so for me, I, 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 would, I would say he's, I'm up, man. I'm up because I think I think Damian Lillard, that Dame yeah. Dollar boy is back, man. Dollar. Dame Dollar. <laughs> Dame Dollar, man. Yeah, all right, yeah. man. All I right, agree. Sure. I agree with that. Yeah. OK, all right. Let's keep it pushing then, Jay. Um, next n- next uh, question that we got here. So, Jay, um, I don't know if you've seen, but on uh, the Denver Post, uh, they came out with an article saying that MPJ has some nerve nerve damage in his back and may miss more time, potentially even the rest of the season. So with MPJ missing, you know, more time uh, with Jokic, just sat his fourth games in a row last night with his wrist injury. Jamal Murray still out. PJ Dozier just recently tore his ACL. Are you up or down on the Nuggets finishing as a top six seed in the West and avoiding that playing situation? Yeah, I think I think just in terms of what the the Nuggets, despite all their injuries, I think they're just extremely deep team. And not only that, I think they're just extremely well coached. Um, they have been, they will be. They always have that next man up approach, which any you know contending team has. And I just think believe in Mike Malone as a coach, the system he's implemented, the the confidence that guys you know at the end of the bench have to step in, be the best version of themselves in their role, the role they're called on. So I'm not really too worried about nuggets um and Jokic will eventually be back too and I think as long as you got the joker you're good in my opinion Jay and I know he's on your squad too another member of the clutch talk fantasy ball team so how you (laughs) how you feeling about it Jay honestly as far as the fantasy wise I'm pissed off because he's missed the last four games and you know he's Uh such a such a vital player but Jay I actually got to swerve on this one man I'm actually down on the nuggets finishing as a top six because They've been they, they're just doing um, having so many injuries and dealing with so many injuries. And not only, you know, uh, is is it just the injuries? It's that when these players come back, they still have to mesh. They still have to figure out uh, how this works. I mean, last year we saw Jamal Murray, you know, being maybe not the focal point, but a very important, important part of the team. And now this season they've had to kind of re- figure out how to get that going without him. And then now to bring him back, uh, you know, re- relatively soon, uh, whenever MPJ comes back, if he comes back this uh this season um and if he doesn't come back between mpj and jeff green now i like jeff green that's an og but that's a big drop off in talent it's a big drop off in 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 an offense especially man and my biggest my biggest reason why i'm down jay is because i just you know i like aaron gordon i like him as a role player but i'm just having a hard time seeing aaron gordon being a serious for real number one or number two option on any team that's trying to make a deep playoff push man i i and we've seen We've seen that in the last six games right now, the Nuggets are on a six game losing streak. And that's because, you know, they've been missing so, so many of these important players. So I don't know, man. I think I think this year there's a couple of teams that slide up and the Nuggets end up sliding down this year, Jay. Yeah, Jay. But but if for you, my question in return is like if you. 
if if Jokic, obviously we've seen with AG in in Orlando, he can't be that one or two option. But I'm saying if you get the Joker back and he's in that lineup, you still have them not making the the playoffs. Like you have them in a play in game, I should say, to yeah, get into uh, the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I would I would have realistically have him, I think, around that, that seventh or eighth seed. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, man. I know it sounds crazy, but I just think the West is looking good this year, man. The West is, it, it is I'm just, I feel like a lot of teams are going to end up sliding up and the Nuggets are going to end up sliding down. Like, I think, I think, here, let me, let me run through the Western Conference uh, standings currently right now. Okay, I don't have them beating the Warriors out. I don't have them beating the Suns out. I definitely don't have them beating the Jazz out. The Mavericks. I mean, well, I'll, I'll I, talk I have about them beat it. Uh, you have okay, the Mavericks. Okay, I, the Mavericks? I can see them getting past the Mavericks. Yeah. Okay. What about the Clippers? Uh, uh the Clippers could also see it, and okay. and Timber play uh the Blazers for sure. Lakers don't see it. Um, actually, maybe I think any there's there's about four teams there that you it's hanging in the balance there. I don't I don't see them beating out the Clippers. Uh, the Blazers, Mavericks, Lakers could see it, and then now with we don't know the health of Jaw, so definitely could have see the Nuggets moving ahead of them. So even even with Jaw, I think I think I'd have the Nuggets with a f- healthy Joker ahead of them. Wow. Okay, J- but just yeah. a healthy Joker, not a healthy Nuggets team. So no MPJ, no no Jamal Murray, just Jokic. You you still got him above those teams. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, okay. I, I don't think we, just you insert uh, Nikola Jokic into that lineup for, for the Nuggets. He just changes the whole outlook of, of that roster. Uh, I think MPJ, he wasn't even too you know efficient and, and successful and he wasn't having the greatest start to his season, um, whether it was his back or whatever you want to call it. You know, he wasn't having a great start to this season. And I just hope he gets healthy in this case. Because, I mean, he's had his back issues. I think he's had two surgeries, potentially looking at three. Man, that's not a great uh, start, especially if you're the Nuggets. With that contract, Jay, oh, my goodness, just paid in that back. And he's potentially looking to be out. But, no, I think without, to answer your question, without um, those two, Jamal and uh, and MPJ, I still have them ahead of uh, the Grizzlies. Okay. All right. All right, Jay. I, I, I respect it. I respect it, man. So, all right. So, we know we, like we just said, we just saw the, uh, the, the, lo- the six game losing streak by the Denver Nuggets. Let's jump to the other side and let's talk about the impressive 15 game winning streak by the Phoenix Suns. Uh, you know, last, l- last episode, uh, you know, we, we did, we did a bonus episode with my brother, man. Shout out Junior. Uh, we know we're on here. <laughs> Shout out Junior, JR, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we, we were on here talking a little bit of, of Suns and this is when the Suns were on a 13 game winning streak. And I had asked Junior, you know, will they be able to get to a 15 game win streak? He was strong on yes, man. So and, and he was right. They are now sitting at a 15 game win streak. So, Jay, I now flip the question to you. Will they be able to get to a 20-game win streak? Will they be able to secure these next five games? I got them pulled up here for you. They have the Nets. They're playing the Nets today. They, and then they have the Warriors after. Then they have the Pistons. Then they have another game with the Warriors. Then they have that 20th game against these San Antonio Spurs. Do you think they'll be able to stretch it to 20? If not, then how, how many? Absolutely not. I, I think they're playing the next – no. John, the next three games they have number one tonight against when, when we're recording this on the 27th, you know, um, 
of November. They got Brooklyn tonight, which is going to be a tough opponent. I don't care whatever you want to call it. You got anytime you're going up against KD and James Harden, that's a tough game. Then you got the team with the best record in the Golden State Warriors. You're going against up them twice. You may get them once, but I don't see them beating them back to back. I think Kerr, you know, just Draymond, all those guys, you're not beating them twice. And then I just think those next three games, I don't see them going 3-0 and in that. And then to end that, they're, they're going to win against, I think, them beating the Pistons and the Spurs. But it's those three games that really kind of worries me for the Suns. Okay, so just just, just a quick bounce back. You think that they'll they'll uh, lose it to the Nets tonight or you think they'll they'll lose it to the Warriors on the first night, the second night, or or do or when do you, which ones do you think they'll get? Which ones do you think they'll drop? When does the streak end? I'm saying they're losing tonight against the, Ooh, the Nets. So it ends up okay, tonight. tonight. I, I okay. end tonight. KD, KD's gonna be up for that. Um, we know what he does in, in closeout games and and cut in big games. Um, I think he 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 missed his opportunity against the Warriors, and I think he's hungry. Uh, he's gonna be even hungrier against the Suns, who are the, the class of of the league right now. So I think KD's gonna have a, something to prove tonight. So I got the Sun, uh, Nets in that one. Tonight. Okay. All right. I like it. I Let's like see it. If we'll see if you're right, man. <laughs> hey, we're going to see, see if, we, if I get it. But what you, who, what do you think? Uh, or what, how do you even feel on it? <clears throat> so, I mean, 20, I don't think so. I'm, I'm down on 20. I don't mm-hmm. think that they're going to be able to get the next five games because the same mm-hmm. thing you said, they have a very tough schedule for these next, mm-hmm. these next five. I mean, out of the five games, three are against the number one seed in either the West or the East <clears throat> being the mm-hmm. Warriors and, and the Nets. So I don't think that they'll be able to do that, but I do think they'll be able to pull out the victory tonight and they'll be able to uh, get, get it from the nets. And I think that, 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 uh, and then they have the Warriors game until next Tuesday. So I think that, that they'll have, you know, some momentum, they'll be rolling, they'll be feeling good, man. And I think they'll be able to pull off that first game against the Warriors. But like how we said, Jay, we always talk about NBA teams that they make a mistake on one night. They do not make it again the, the, the second time. And I know for a fact that the Warriors are not only ready for that, you know, they are they 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 see the they see the Suns coming up, they see the Suns streak, but they're also a great defense, great offense, just a great team this year, man. And I just don't think that 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 they, they are going to go for that. But agreed, I think they'll be able to take the Pistons and and Spurs. But to, so to answer your question, to me, I think they'll get Nets Warriors, so they'll be at six seventeen, and then and then and then it, it, it'll be over when they meet the Warriors again, man. It'll be mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't don't sleep on my boy uh, Isaiah Stewart over there on the Pistons. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I got I got watch out. The bullet and the May fighter. Hey, yeah, yeah, but uh, hey, no. Speaking of that, man, hey, tomorrow is it tomorrow Sunday? They Sunday. Is the Pistons Lakers. Oh man, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that in the uh, later in the episode with our picks, though our game picks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Jay. All right, Jay. So let's let's move on to our next up or down, Jay. You know, since we've seen Brandon Ingram return, he's helped the Pelicans to get, you know, to uh, actually get five wins. And they're actually right now on a two game winning streak. And now I know we just saw the the recent news of Zion be able to uh, clear to return to practice. We put that on our Instagram. So if you're not following our Instagram. Make sure you follow that quick sir. plug. But anyway, yes, uh, sir. So, so so now that we now that we have Zion returning possibly soon, Jay, do you think the Pelicans are going to be able to make up for this lost time and s- sneak inch into that 10th seed for that last play in spot by the end of the season? Yeah, let me let me pull it up because I, I just I don't, I don't see it. I mean, I think right now just 
the Pelicans are just slumping. And I mean, we talked about this. I think this was a question before. Um, they're five and 16 right now, five games out. There's a chance. If you're asking me if there's a chance, <laughs> there is a there is a slight chance. I mean, they got a huge win last night on that buzzer beater from uh, for Devontae Graham. Huge win, I might add against the jazz like that's a huge just confident confidence boosting win anytime you can beat a top team in the league like the jazz so who knows they could go on a roll here especially knowing in the back of their mind knowing a guy like zion is coming back and you know their leader their best player let's call it what it is no disrespect to brandon ingram and and valanchunas but having him back, knowing that confidence in the back of their mind, like we're going to get our guy back soon. Um, they could go on a roll here. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go on a little win streak. Uh, but, but making it to that, I could, they have a chance. They have a chance. Okay. But I feel like they're going to end in the 11th. Like I predicted earlier, the 11th seed uh, or 12th seed in that range. Okay. All right. All right but, but how are you feeling about it? I, I can't I can't even blame you, Jay, because I'm right there yeah. with you, man. I think that you know, with with Bi and 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 uh, with Bi and Zion, they'll be able to you know they'll be able to get some games, man. But I think that ultimately, I don't know if they'll really be able to beat out you know the the, the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves right now are are are, are sitting in tenth. I definitely think that the they'll be able they should be able to be, to beat out the Kings. But then again, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the Kings. I feel like both Pelicans and the Kings have a decent roster and they both should be higher than, than, than where they are. So, I mean, it, it, it's just to see how management is doing over there in new Orleans. And it doesn't look like they're, they're doing too good Jay. So I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, my brother. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that Zion is, is going to be on probably a, no, for a fact, he's going to be on a minutes restriction when he comes Absolutely. back. Plus his injury, his foot fracture, his injury is very easy to re-aggravate. So even when he comes back, we don't know what game shape. He's, there's going to be that re residual rust. Um, he's going to have to shake back, getting in the rhythm of the game. So it's going to take a while just for them to get cohesion. He's never played with Devontae Graham before. He's never played with Valanchunas before. So just that whole mix, like what Man. is the paint going to look like? They just Absolutely, got a lot of things to work Jay. out. So I don't even, Man. it's going to take a while to just even work all those things out. So by the time they figure that out, man, it's going to be too far in the season. So definitely not to answer your question. Now that I think about that <laughs> as we speak more about it, Jay. So, no, I'm down on that. Absolutely. Jay, my boy Jay came on fire for that question. I love it, man. I'm right there with you, Jay. Down on that, man. All right, Jay. So then let's get to our last up or down. All right. So this one, this one has a little bit of a twist, Jay. So you got to I'm, I'm going to need you to to think a little bit. OK, so there's two tiers. There's tier one and tier two. Okay, you don't need to put crazy thought and crazy stats into this, but just real quick, if if you can, and you don't even need to tell me, can you come up with three to four players to put in tier one, and that's like the top of the the top of the cream, you know, the top of the league, and then tier two is, you know, they're 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 not there yet. Okay, so and can do you need some time to think about that, or you already you already think you got like three to four players in each tier? So how many about like round and and like each tier? Okay, so get, get, you can give me three three players in each tier. Three players. In okay, each tier. okay, three players in each tier. Uh, top three players in each tier. Three players in each tier. Oh, so that's two. tough. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go top tier. I got Steph, Braun, KD, and the okay. top my top tier. Uh, the bot next tier I got Giannis, AD. 
I feel like I'm going to forget someone on this last one. Right now, Paul George, right now, okay. PG. That's okay. my that's my next tier. Who are you? Okay. Yeah. So here, so 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 I have yeah. I have a question. I have a question based on that. So is Donovan Mitchell in either tier one or two? I mean, not probably not one. Is does he get into two? Nah, nah, no. he's, not, he's okay. not there for me. Okay. Nah, nah, he's <laughs> okay. not. He's not. And I feel like I feel like Joker has a definitely tier two. Like I feel like if it was four, if you gave me four, I'd put Giannis in tier one. Um, and then Joker would be in tier two. Okay, but, I, I I needed to get your opinion on that, yeah. Jay, because I was going back and forth with Junior on that for a while. I'm like, yeah. is Donovan Mitchell really a top tier guy? And then just a quick follow up: is is he higher than D Book is in in the, in those tiers? If you were to start placing Donovan Mitchell in there, Whew, nah, I can't. I, but right now, I can't. I can't. I think D Book. I'm gonna put D Book ahead of him, um, just because. He's brought his team to the finals, man. However you want to look at it, whatever road they got there. Absolutely. Can't say it was the same for D. Mitch. And we, uh, that, that was what I said yesterday, too, on your, to response to your Ja Morant, Trey Young. Ja's playing at an extremely high level. Trey Young's brought his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's why I got to give Trey the nod. And he just has that track record of proven success longer, a little lot more longevity than Ja. But similar kind of stories, but not the same players, obviously. Absolutely. Okay, Jay. I, I I definitely needed to get your get, get get your opinion on that. Check the weather, man. But all right, Jay. All right. So so let, let, let's let's keep it pushing. You know, that finishes our up, up and down, our up and down game. So Jay, I have a little quick game. I want I just want to, you know, it's more of a segment I want to play with you is who is saying no. So I have some, you know, we're NBA podcast, so we got to talk about Ben Simmons and his little trade saga that's, that's going on. <laughs> unfortunately, we have to talk about it for real, huh, brother. Man. Um, so just unfortunately, we got <laughs> just move yeah. on, huh? Yeah, man. So so just real quick, then Jay, uh, you know, a segment that that we have here is who is saying no. So I have a couple of plays, a couple of players here listed, and from other teams, and this would be a, a Ben Simmons trade, and just straight up for Ben Simmons for this player, and then we can figure out, you know, all other pieces later. But you let me know if the Daryl Moore and the Sixers are saying no, or if the other team, the GM, is saying no. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. Let's get it. All right, I let's like do this. it. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So I asked this one to, to Jenner on the, on the bonus episode. This is a tough one. I need to get your opinion on this one. You give me my problem. I'll give you your problem. Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons. Who's saying no? Okay. Uh, I would say right now the Sixers are saying no. I mean, number one, the fact that Kyrie's not vaccinated. I mean, they. I don't know if Philadelphia has. I don't know if they have those restrictions, but there's certain places he can't play. Uh, he's had all that. They both had drama. So there's no, there's no real winner on that side of things. Both players have their baggage that they're bringing with them. Uh, but if you look at it, I think Kyrie's just has more just baggage, like overall, just, he's bringing more of a headache. I don't even know how he'd fit with that team. You bring in a guy like Ben Simmons, regardless of the drama, I think he's a better fit for what Brooklyn might need just a playmaker, unselfish player who doesn't really look to shoot. You got your shooters around you. You got Joe Harris. You got James Harden. You got KD. We know he can play without the ball. Um, Harden has shown that he's starting to be able to play without the ball, but he's just another playmaker as well. Um, and you just add another defender to that group. So I think if I'm, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm loving that deal because Kyrie's not even playing for them. Obviously Sixers, he isn't, but you don't know when he'll be able to, but that's my answer on that.
Okay. No for no Daryl Morey. Yes. Uh, Sean, Sean Marks, Marks, I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. Sean Marks. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. How about this next player, Jay? Lonzo Ball. Who's saying no? <laughs> Bull, Bull's saying no. <laughs> Bull's saying no. I mean, Lonzo, and I, and I, was, I was actually talking to my, my boy Oko, shout out friend of the pod Oko about this, about Lonzo Ball. And we were discussing Lonzo Ball is the prototypical what you want out of a point guard, a non-scoring point guard in the NBA. He is the prototype point guard, unselfish, knocks down open shots, has continually improved his shot, um, a standstill knockdown shooter, unselfish, great defender, uh, long, lanky, long, lanky, about 6'5". He's what you want. Like, he's what you want. And on the the Philly side of things, you're bringing in a non-shooter that doesn't really fit what you have with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, who has extended his range and shown his ability to shoot a little better. I mean, shooting at a higher clip, but he's still not the shooter that you want to be paired with Ben Simmons. So if I'm, I'm, you are bringing in another good defender, but you already have that Alonzo. So what do you need that for? So no, if I'm the Bulls, no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Next player right here we got is Robert Covington. Are you doing that? Uh, Robert Covington, if I'm the if I'm the Sixers, uh, sorry, excuse me, if I'm the Blazers, absolutely, I'm doing that. I think that you're bringing in Ben. Where number one, when I see Robert Covington, he was, if he's not hitting threes, I think he's not the defender that he was when he came in. And I think if you, if a team runs him off the line, man, he just lost a step. He's not really giving you anything. Like when he's going downhill. He, he just doesn't – he's not the same player that he was. Um, even on Philly, on Minnesota, he's, I, he's just slowly and gradually regressed each season. Um, it's like he's just becoming worse and worse, unfortunately. Respectfully, I say that. Um, he ain't the same player. Obviously, he's an NBA-level player, but, you know, Rocco ain't the player he used to be. Um, and we're seeing that averaging six points, um, not even shooting in it at the level he's shot it at in the past. Uh, but if you're the Blazers, poo, we love that. I think Philly's already had Roko too, so I didn't want him again. <laughs> they don't want that, they don't want yeah. that bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay. So how about Malcolm Brogdon? Who is saying no? Ben Simmons and Malcolm Brogdon. Pacers easily. I think wow. Pacers. Yeah, I think I I already see. I don't really know how I feel about Sabonis and Miles Turner fitting, and then you add Ben Simmons into that mix. I think just not enough shooting is what I see if I'm the Pacers. And then if you're the Sixers, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful backcourt to have Seth Curry and Malcolm Brogdon. If in case you don't have to give them up, but I will say this: the emergence of Tyrese Maxey and you bring in Malcolm Brogdon, I don't know. I think I've seen enough flashes and enough signs that Tyrese Maxey is going to be a really good player in the league. So I'm a little hesitant if I'm the Sixers as well. Okay. All right. So let's talk about somebody that you're very familiar with, that guy over there in the six, Fred Van Vliet. What you doing, man, Fred Van Vliet for Ben Simmons? (laughs) Masai Majuri's? No, no, he's... (laughs) I don't even know if he's ever he's even picking up that call. I think there was a time. I think there was a time when he was considering that. But at this point, I think it's a no. Uh, 
Philly shot shot any chance they had of getting uh, a Fred Van Vliet just with all this nonsense and, and, and drama that, that, that's proceeded to take on. And we're about over a month into the season and they still haven't found a home for him. And it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Absolutely, free Ben, Jay. free Ben, <laughs> free Ben, man, free Ben. Get Ben out of there, man. Yeah. All right, Jay. So last two players, uh, Chris stops for Zingas. Are you doing that if you are Mark Cuban? No, no, I wow. think. Really? Nah, I, I think no. I think Chris stops. What are you seeing? And I was a huge doubter of him, but I think when he's playing at his best. And we've started, we've seen that uh, re- most recently. He's been on a tear and the Mavericks are doing great. He was the second option that they needed. And that was like, that was our biggest concern when we talked Mavericks with our, with our guy, Big Shot Pot over there. We said, <laughs> uh, that was our concern. Who is their second option? Chris Stapps is looking at that guy they envisioned when they brought him over from New York. So if I'm the Mavericks and I'm Cuban, no, no. Bringing in Ben Simmons, another non-shooter, man. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Maury, okay. yeah, you. Uh, I think even if you're Maury, it doesn't make the what most. You, what sense. do you? What does it make the most sense? You already got Tobias Harris at your four, and the, and Absolutely. you you got uh, Joel. So what do you need really Chris Stapps for? Unless it's a three-team deal, obviously. <laughs> ben, <laughs> That's ben a different story. <laughs> yeah. But, All right. So last player here, Jason, that you you also know very well. And this is, I've heard a lot of rumors for this one. Andrew Wiggins for Ben Simmons. Who is saying no? Bob Myers ain't even taking that call, man. No way. Um, just the level, you're 17 and two right now, man. There's, there's really nothing. If, if it ain't, if it ain't broken, why you ain't need to fix it. If it ain't it, broke, man. don't fix it. If it ain't broke, <laughs> don't it ain't fix broke, it. Go ahead. Don't, yeah, man. I, I, yeah. But I digress, man. I think just goes without saying. Like, I think he would go. He would bring be a good addition to uh, to Philly too, because you add him into that mix. You already got Tyrese Maxey, who who looks like a guard of the future there for him. But no, I think he wouldn't be a great fit on the Warriors either. So no. Yeah, man, I'm 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 right there. I'm right there with you, Jay. All right, man. So I, I just I just wanted to add in, you know, that segment. People, you know, people will start hating on us if we didn't talk about Ben Simmons. So we had to talk about a little bit about Ben, man. But all right, Jay. So uh, so let's keep it pushing, Jay. And let's talk about some of the games. You know, some uh, like how you said at the beginning of beginning of the pod, man. We had some great games uh, to to see the to see you know this pet this past week. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll kick it off here with uh, one of one of my favorite games that I saw, man. Was uh, Vooch's return, man? The Bulls versus the Magic. The Bulls are able to pull it off 123-88, man, of, you know, Vooch had 16 points, eight rebounds. But the, what I really wanted to point out here, man, is that the Bulls are just are, are really winning as a team. And I know it's like, oh, of course, they're playing team, the team sport. But like, no, like, you know, and you know what I'm talking about as a basketball player. It is not a one man wrecking crew out there. It is multiple players uh, really putting really putting up a lot of points, you know, in the last seven games five or more players on the bulls roster have scored double digits or more in this, in, in this last game, in this last game, DeMarts put 23, Kobe, Kobe White put 20, Zach Levine put 21, uh, Vooch put 16, Lonzo put Lonzo put 13, uh, Derek Jones Jr. Put 11, man. So <clears throat> it's just, it's just an, an impressive per, per, uh, performance for the bulls. And I, I, I've been saying it, Jay, I've been riding high on the bulls all season, Jay, and I'm, I'm still up there, man. I, I, they are my favorites out the East. They are my favorites. Jay. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I I got him as my favorites. But is there anything you want to touch on in that game, Jay? 
No, I mean, I think you covered it all. It's nice to see. I mean, just the, the Bulls are playing at an extremely high level. I'm still concerned about the Bulls and their rim protection. That is the only reason why I just don't see the Bulls making it out of the East um, and being really a true contender until they can address that problem. Um, but I think just in terms of the rest of their roster, they're great. I just think the addition, the loss of Patrick Williams is going to hurt them more than I originally, and we talked about uh, in the past hurting them. So, yeah, that's that's my that's all the thoughts I got on that game. All right, Jay. All right. So what what, what games did, uh, you know, intrigued your eye in this, in this past week, Jay? Yeah, uh, the first game that I that I had highlighted here was that last night's game between the Charlotte Hornets and, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, the team that's coming in on a five-game winning streak, knocking off the Heat, the Grizzlies uh, in that span too. You know, two great teams as well as the Kings. And then their last loss had come to a three-point loss to the Suns. So, I mean, playing a team who's playing really, really good ball coming into that game, and then they just got taken in two by, by the Charlotte Hornets on the back of your guy, <laughs> Kelly Oubre, <laughs> another Clutch Talk fantasy yes. team member, um, just putting in work last night, 10 for 17 from the field. The, the main thing that, I mean, anytime a, a team – shoots 23 from 40 from, from the three-point line, makes 23s at home, you have no chance of beating. And that's what the Hornets did. It just took it to, to, the, um, to, to the Timberwolves on their home floor. Um, sorry, excuse me, the Hornets on their home court, their own home court um, at the Spectrum Center. And, and I just think it was just a dominant performance, the type of thing you need to do, protect home court, um, shooting 40, 45% from the field, uh, excuse me, 55% from the field, 57%, John, 57% from the three-point line. That's Come crazy. on, man. Well, anytime, bro, anytime that you're fit, that you're shooting, your three-point percentage is higher than your field goal percentage, you're doing something right, and the other team has no chance of winning. Um, and, and it was just a, a lot of just a balanced attack, and you look down the line for the Hornets, um, they had, what is it? They had five, five players, excuse me, six players, seven players in double figures. It's just hard to beat, um, a great performance overall. And you love to see it from Lonzo who I don't care what you want to call it. Anytime that you got a one, two matchup, sorry, excuse me, a one and three matchup Lonzo believe, sorry, LaMelo believes that he, uh, should have been drafted number one. And then anytime your team Come, goes up against the number one player, you're taking that shit personal. And that's what they did. His team came out with the victory, man, in that one. So that's one game I had highlighted. That's, but that's Jay, a great game, Jay. Talk to me. But Jay, it would be wrong. It would be <laughs> wrong. For me. It would be wrong to our fans, you know, if we didn't talk about the triple overtime wow, Kings rivalry game come on like anyone in the state of california knows the kings and lakers have a have a, a rich past man Go, dating back to the 01 playoffs i believe uh mike bibby chris weber uh shaq kobe rivalry quick man quick stat on yeah. that rivalry jay quick stat yeah last night last night at the game uh the lake the lakers they they set aside the lakers have beat the kings more than any other team that they've beat in the nba so 
classic rivalry just been going on for years man classic rivalry a team i i mean at what hey, at what point is a rivalry not a rivalry if you just beat the team every time you play them but anyway we don't, we don't get into that not but, this time uh, though <laughs> yeah not this time not this time and, and and it was funny because in that game i was watching it and it was just like does any team want to win i was looking around i was like man does any team really want to win like it was just uh, just a bad like what, what i believe it was what was it 43 to 43 at the end of the first half yes i think yeah it was 43 yes. to 43 i mean that's a that's a low scoring game and to the king's credit i mean to any time you could hold a high power team like the lakers to uh to 43 points and a half like you're doing something right um and then i look to let's just talk about real quick what, what we saw in the overtime game um number one saw the dominance of, of LeBron, you know, in, in that, in that overtime, doing what he does, getting loose. Um, you saw them going to him in isolation, but to, 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 uh, Marvin Bagley's credit, there was a few times where he had a good, so a few good stops on him, um, that led them and sort of weathered the storm there, the list storm we want, if you want to call it, when he just looked like no one was stopping him in isolation, LeBron's one of the probably the best in the game uh, with his back to the basket, his padded and fadeaway shot. There's no way you can defend that. And uh, Bagley did his best part. But my story is, Jay, your guy, um, De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald coming through in that in that in that overtime. And that's huge, especially for a young team like the Kings on the road. Something you want to do to build confidence, Jay. but. The Lakers, man, the expert yourself. Real quick, what did you see in that game, Jay? And and tell me about why you think the the Lakers kind of bottled that at the end, if you want to call it, or did the Kings really win that? And what what did you see in that game? You know, I'm, and not to take nothing away from the Kings. You know, the 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 Kings were definitely out there. You know, hoping, uh, doing their thing. Shout out, shout out, like you said, Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox, man. But it, this was just a tale of what we've been saying all season, man. The Lakers getting extremely complacent. The Lakers getting extremely comfortable out there, and just a. a defensive breakdowns uh just missing rotations every single time down court you know i and i i do you know i want to give lebron his roses you know guys you know i'm the number one guy to give lebron his roses but i need to be real and honest and say that i saw a lot of deferring to russell westbrook and late in the game i don't know if it's because lebron is getting a bit older i don't know if he's getting a bit more tired but i didn't see that lebron that we that we saw back you know we grew up seeing that Give me the ball. I'm going to score. I'm going to get a bucket right here. I saw a lot of deferring, a lot of LeBron standing in the corner as Russell Westbrook dribbles, uh, dribbles the shot clock out, man, or even dribbles the game, the, the game clock out. So that, so that was, you know, that was one of my, my, my biggest takeaways is I'm a bit concerned about, about LeBron and is, is the age really starting to really get to him, you know, cause we say this for the past, like three to four years, everyone's like, oh, the age is starting to get to LeBron. And then all of a sudden, LeBron just turns it up to a whole different level. But man, I'm generally starting to have some serious concerns as, as if the age is getting to him because I saw a bit of, of, uh, of deferring from LeBron James, man. But, you know, just to, just, just to you know, I guess give Westbrook his uh, few roses that he deserves, man. I mean, he actually had a, he, he actually had a good game, man. You know, he had, t- t- he had 29 points. He, he 29 points, a uh, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, shot 50% from the three-point line, which for Russell Westbrook, you're, 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 you're extremely happy. He shot 55% from the field, man. So, I, you know, for as far as Westbrook's uh, performance, you know, I know that 
people who watch basketball know, okay, Westbrook put a lot of numbers, but on what efficiency? So for him to be able to do it, you know, half the shots that he's shooting, he's hitting, you know, I, 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 I'll definitely take that, man. But I mean, Jay, this is not to sound like a broken track record, but the defense, the defense, the defense, the defense. And like how we said, you know, a couple of episodes ago, it was the tail of the third quarter. They absolutely let it go in the third quarter, man. Just, just fumbled it. But not to take nothing away from 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 Buddy. Buddy Hill is out there hitting some crazy, crazy shots late in the game. Yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, the whole thing is with the what I'm seeing from the Lakers is just as I as I had you know thought before. My concern with them was the continuity who would be taking those shots at the end. And we're starting to see, I feel like they don't have a real true identity, what they're doing, late game situations, what they need. And you just addressed that perfectly, Jay. So uh, until they figure that out, I think they're going to continue to struggle even against teams that they should be beating such as the Kings. And going uh, to overtime with the Pacers Kings. That's, that's going. To, yeah, man, that's, that's just shouldn't be happening, man. That shouldn't be happening. All right, so all right, Jay. So moving on to the next game, Jay. Um, we have the game that I was so excited to watch. You know, I was over here sitting down, sitting on my league pass, and kicking my feet up, getting popcorn ready. And then something so tragic happened. We saw the Hawks versus Grizzlies game. Hawks pulled it out 132-100. And I was, like I said, so excited to see Javers Trey. As a matter of fact, we even put it on our Instagram and on our Twitter. Another reason why the fans need to follow our Instagram. Another reason why you need to follow our Twitter. Because we're putting polls over there. We'd be talking to the fans. And we said, who would you rather have to start your team? John Morant or Trey Young? J- Jay, he, 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 he like how you said, you know, he, he gave his opinion. He said, Trey Young is Trey. a... Proven winner, you know he's a proven winner. He's taking his team further, so you can't you can't take it away from him. But you know, like we were saying, tragic game because late in the first, we see John Morant sprain his left knee. Ah, man, that really hurt to see. And you know, from 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 me, from what I saw out of that game, Jay was just I just saw the Grizzlies. You know they, they lost life after 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 losing to uh, after losing John Morant. And I, and I get it, you know, when you lose your star player, you kind of like are in shock and, and, and in shambles, but you can't let that affect you for the rest of the game. You know, you got to be, somebody's got to be able to step up and pick it up. And I didn't see it from nobody, man. You know, they got outscored every single quarter, but really, I really want to touch on that third quarter, but they got outscored 43 to 18. That is, that, that's just how you, 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 you let go of games, man. And to me, it just looked like they had no identity. Nobody stepped up as that number one guy as no one on the team scored more than 16 points. But I have a question to you, Jay. You know, after seeing that um, deflating uh, uh, effort out of the out of the out of the Grizzlies, I know first thought in mind is Triple J. But if you had to bet your money, you had all the life savings that you have up. You had to bet your money on who's going to be that number one guy while Ja is out. Would it be Triple J or would it be somebody else? I think for the in order for the the Blazers to be sorry Blazers <laughs> for, the Grizz, for the Grizzlies to be successful, man, it's got to be Triple J, man. I, it just really got it's it's got to be Triple J. He's the guy that they put all the money into. Um, he's the second option when John Morant's even there, so it's got to be Triple J. And a quick side note on this, Jay. Uh, 
I I had bought tickets actually. <laughs> you know, I, I see I see John Morant coming into Toronto to play the Raptors oh, on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, man. I'm hyped. I'm, I I look on Ticketmaster, find a great deal to go to the game. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> How did they get tickets to the game? That's me. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. I'm ready to go to the game, man. Watching the watching this Hawks game. And Ja Morant goes down. Number one, obviously, you never want to see a player go down. But the player that you're going to see against the Raptors, man, Jay, I'm hurt. I'm double hurt by it. The same day that I get the tickets, of course, he goes down, man. But I hope Ja's back, bro. But, but yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd give that a little side That was story a great side. And for, for, no, for the fans, come on, guys. Pray, pray, uh, uh, go go in the comments. Pray, prayers up for prayers up for Java. Prayers up for Jay Hill too, man. Come on, my boy <laughs> nah, be, was juiced to go. And then, come on, man. Yeah, no, nah, I'd be good though. I I just really want to see Ja Ja play live though. But you know, in due time, I guess in due time. In due time. In so, due time. Yeah, Jay. yeah. <laughs> but I'm still gonna go to the game anyway, just to see. You can never miss some live NBA action though. Facts, brother. Never Facts, press up man. on the opportunity. So just, just you know, just to you know, cl- close out real quick on on this game. Uh, just, just switch to the other side of things and talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about the Hawks. We definitely saw an impressive performance all around. Uh, Trey Young, 30, thirty-one points, ten assists, shot seventy-five percent, both from the three-point line and from the field, which is extremely impressive. Clint Capella, you know, out there doing work, twenty-three and seventeen. Uh, John Collins, tw- tw- twenty-one points. I just, you know, I th- every time I see Clint Capella doing numbers, I'm like, man. The Hawks got blessed with Clickapel. Like the Rockets ba- basically gave him up like for nothing. And he's just mm-hmm. been such a great fit. But that's not even my question. My question to you, brother, is you know, we see the Hawks on a seven-game winning streak now. And surprisingly, without one of their best perimeter defenders in DeAndre Hunter, you know, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago, uh, episodes ago, how DeAndre Hunter was out with his wrist injury. And I feel like the biggest reason that we've seen this seven game winning streak is not only, you know, the play of John Collins, Trey Young and, uh, and Clink, but really the emerged emerging roles of Cam Reddish and Kevin Herter, they have really stepped up and, and, and really took their game to a, a whole new level. You know, I know we already saw a whole new level last year in the playoffs, but now, right now we're seeing them do things that we, we just haven't seen them do, man. And my question to you, brother, is when you have all three healthy, you know, in, in, in Cam Reddish, in, um, in Kevin in Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter, and DeAndre mm-hmm. Herter. If you got them all three healthy, who are you starting at that three? Are you still going to DeAndre Hunter or are you trying to go with a different option? Um I'm, I feel like you still still give it to DeAndre Hunter, but I mean at the same time, I think it's great to have those options off the bench. And going back to that about the Hawks. No, I knew the Hawks would be fine. And we had talked about it. I knew the Hawks would be fine because of that depth, that wing depth. I think they're one of the deepest teams in the East, maybe even the league for that matter. And the options that they have to go with. And I think that's why they've been so successful with just a lot of the same theme of the next man up mentality, having those guys who are ready to step in, who believe that they should be the guy on a given night is huge to have that competition to be pushing each other and being a star in their role. And that's exactly what the Hawks have and why they're on this seven game tear. Wow, man. Jay, Jay, for, for those of you guys that are new clutch talk listeners, Jay Hill's been on the Hawks for a long time. Y'all he's been, he's been calling it. Been, he's been calling it. I've been man. rocking with the Hawks for a minute, man. I've been flying with the Hawks. <laughs> I've been flying. Kaka, Shout out kaka. my guy Kai. Shout out my guy Kai. <laughs> and, Kai, Kai knows, and Kai knows if he's listening or just to our fans. Like I was the biggest 
uh, Trey Young doubter, especially out of outside of the draft. I was like, Luca for sure, the better player out of the two. And now I'm a believer, man. Now I believe he can lead that team. And I just think the Hawks are a great team. And I think they're going to be doing numbers and, and making noise in the playoffs again this year. So, well, man, yeah. I can't wait to see I'm it. surprised. Man. Yeah. All right. All right, Jay. So, so let's move on, Jay, to one of our favorite favorite segments here. And that's, you know, our Clutch Talk Player of the Week. Uh, I got my I got my player loaded up here and ready. You you got your player ready, Jay? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you t- I'm gonna let you take your this first though. Actually, okay. no, I can I can I, I could just go, say right now, and it's the best player or best player on a team who's been putting in work. That's the book. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got D-book. my book. I got my book. You know, I got my book for D book because he's been putting in work for the Suns. Uh, you know, in these past games. 32 p 230 pieces 23 um against against the spurs uh just putting in work exactly what d book you know was doing in the playoffs and why we had such high praise for him in those playoffs last year saying he's the best player in the left in the playoffs right jay um and we were we were discrediting Giannis at that point too um but no yeah i think d book's been playing great exactly part of the reason and part of this reason a huge part of the reason I should say why the Suns are being been so successful and been on this win streak. So man, shout out D book. That's my clutch talk player of the week, but who you got Jay? Okay. I, I gotta, I gotta go with somebody else, man. I've just, I've been loving to see him do it good because somebody who have been hating on him from the day he got drafted, he got booed by his own team. And that's Chris Porzingis, man. I'm so happy to see him. Doing okay. good in the, la- the last 10 games is 25 points per hey, game. Hey. Nine. Uh, uh, 25 points per game, nine rebounds, two assists, one block, shooting 93% from the free throw line, 51% uh, 51% from the field, and 30, 37% from three. And really, another reason why I have in there is because these aren't empty stats, man. You know, he's been leading the, the Mavs to, to actual uh, important wins. You know, nine of the last 11 games that they've played, uh, they won nine of the last 11 games that they played. The two losses have been to the storching hot Phoenix Suns, it's funny. Your your player, Devin Booker. So yeah. maybe D Book yeah. really is a clutch stock player of the week, man. And you know, hey, I, what's up? Hey Jay, just real quick, not sorry to interrupt you, but how many how many games of those, just for our listeners, how many games of those were without Luca? Like that he's putting up those numbers? Cause I know Luca was missing at some of those games. Luca Luca was missing six of those games. So Jeez. hey, that's big. That's, that's big. big for KP. That's exactly that's what big. they needed. That's exactly what they need. They they need a player to step up in in in, in Lucas' presence. You know, when Lucas not not there, you know, I like Jalen Brunson, but unfortunately, I think Jalen Brunson is going to be the option to work out long term. But you know, if KP can get back to his New York days, the the oh. the Mavericks are looking scary again, man. If you got that two man team with uh with 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 Luca and KP, the Mavs yeah. are looking scary. But all right, man. Yeah. All right, Jay. So let's let's go ahead and transition, Jay, to our last segment here. And I know this is a this is more of a little, little in improv in improv thing. You know, uh, uh, Thanksgiving just passed. You know, Happy Thanksgiving, my brother. And uh, you know, yes, Christmas. Sir, you too, bro. Uh, we got Christmas coming up and, you know, this is just time to what be thankful, be grateful and just be happy for what we have. So real quick, Jay, you know, we don't got to get crazy deep into it, but let's, let's do a quick runoff real quick of all the NBA teams and something that they should be thankful for. So I got them here listed in alphabetical order. I'll, I'll say the name. You could go ahead and tell me one thing or one player or whatever that, that, that thing that they should be thankful for. And I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, follow you right, right, right behind. Is that cool with you? Yes, sir. Let's get it. 
right, let's like do it, it, Jay. So our first team that we got is the Atlanta Hawks. Ice Trey. <laughs> Ice Trey. Yeah. Ice Trey. I'm right there. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. You got to be thankful to get I a had that like A Ice ready. I, I knew it was the Hawks. So I was like, Ice Trey. All right. But yeah. Let's... All right, Jay. Second team we got is the Boston Celtics. Uh, I would say Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Okay. I, I, I would say just they have choices. You know, they have a lot of trade mm-hmm. assets. They can they can decide to to oh, trade yeah. uh, Jason Tatum or trade Jalen Brown, or they can just say, we're just going to force it and try to make this work. And no matter what, man, I think it's better to have choices than to be forced to do something you don't want. So I think for them to be able to do that is, is, a, is a grateful, something they should be grateful for. Next team we have is the Brooklyn Nets. <sighs> You know, you know who he is. You know who he is. Kevin Yeah, no, exactly. for sure. For sure, yeah, Katie. All right, next thing we got is the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I think just that young uprising talent they got led by LaMelo. Led by LaMelo. I have, I, have, I have young talent, but, I mean, yes, it's led by LaMelo, but I have especially Miles Bridges because he's just broken out to a star okay. this year, man. Yeah, broken yeah, out yeah. to a star. Can't all right. that. So next thing we have is the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, that one-two punch. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I, I have right here that this team actually worked out, man, because on paper, an actual fit is two different things. And I, I know some people had some questions about how it would fit, uh, and they're doing it, man. You know, the, the, I believe the number three seed in the East. So, um, okay, so let's keep it pushing, Jay. What about the Cleveland Cavaliers? Cleveland Cavaliers, Evan Mobley, they hit it. That looks like they hit a uh, home run in the draft. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, just Evan Mobley, I think, Evan is what they got to be thankful for right now. <laughs> Evan Mobley getting a player like that, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Luca. Luca. And the resurgence, maybe, of KP. I think that's huge. Luca. Yeah. Get, get return on that investment. <laughs> Facts. Now, return on that investment, man. All right. All right. Denver Nuggets, Jay. The Joker. The Joker. The Joker. The yes, Joker. I, I, I have that too, but I also have that injuries don't last forever. So that's one thing yeah. you can be thankful for. Yeah. All right, Jay. What about the Detroit Pistons? Detroit? Detroit. I think Dwayne Casey. I think he's a great coach, um, defensive-minded coach, and I think he's going to develop those players uh, there. Okay. I like that. I, I I have the fact that they were able to land a player like Kate Cunningham. I know it's been, I know it's been short amount of time. But I really like Cade. He really reminds me of Luca. There's a little bit of everything out there. But all right, let's keep it pushing then, Jay. Next team we got is the Golden State Warriors. SC30. 30. <laughs> 30 for 30. 30 and for just 30. and and just being I never thought they left, but being back. I think but getting Clay back. One? Hope Clay. Okay. Getting Clay back, I think they should they should be thankful for that. He's Less than it looks like less than a month away playing basketball, man. That's something to be thankful for. Okay. After I, two I, years. I got I, I got right here. I got Jordan Poole's emergence, man, because we've known he was gonna be good, but I don't think a lot of people knew he was gonna be this good and be able to sustain a team when the star player is out, uh, when our star player is on the bench, man. I think that that's one of the biggest things for them to be able to be thankful for, man. But all right, hey, yeah, all they right. got a lot of things to be thankful for in the Bay right now. There's a lot going right right yeah, now, yeah. man. All right, yes, so let's keep pushing, Jay. So the Houston Rockets. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I <laughs> that mean, the season's going to end eventually. <laughs> uh, when you when you get to the bottom, you can't go any more down. 
Alperin Singoon, man. I feel like he's I, honestly like he. I feel well. Jalen Green's gonna pick it up, but I feel like Alperin Alperin Singoon was a steal for them. That's what I think. I think that that he he's gonna be big, great player in the league. I think he's gonna be a great player. So absolutely, I got I, I got their young talent, and then I just mm-hmm. got that man. When you get to the bottom, <laughs> you can't go any more down, man. So true, true. <laughs> All right, next thing we got is the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Indiana Pacers, I think Rick Carlisle, I think he's a championship winning coach, bringing him in. I think it's only going to be, they got it to a slow start, but we've seen them starting to play a little better here. So, uh, I got, I got Rick Carlisle putting, getting them in the right places to win. Absolutely, man. I got, I, I got Rick Carlisle too, because you know, the, the Pacers, as you've seen the last couple of years has been struggling and it, if it's not players then it has to be the coach. So getting a coach in there is great. Uh, next team we got is the Los Angeles Clippers. PG thirteen, man. man. I think PG thirteen. I think they got they got to be uh, thankful for him, man. He's he's been putting in work this season. Been holding it down. All right, me too, Jay. Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, LeBron, man. LeBron holding. LeBron and AD just hold. hold. I think. As far as they go, is going to be those two. So I think they got to be thankful for them having Absolutely. one of, yeah, the greatest players of the ever play and then one of the greatest big men of this generation to play. So, absolutely, man. I have right here that they have LeBron James to be a point guard. And when Russell Westbrook starts to play like that, man. So, all right. So, next thing we have is the Memphis Grizzlies. Who you got? John Morant. John Morant, man, that's I'm a diamond a in the rough like, right there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Miami Heat. Uh, I think just the grit, the Grizzly veterans, um, the poised veterans of that team, that mix of toughness and skill. Uh, they got to be thankful for that, man. I like that. Okay, I, I I went with Tyler Hero, man, because just like like just like the Warriors, just an unexpected jump, man. Like uh, we knew Tyler Hero was gonna be good, but I didn't think he was gonna be, uh, you know. Top three of six man of the year, man. But all right, Jan, um, Bucks, <laughs> Bucks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Giannis, the Giannis. Come on, I said it. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Bucks. All right. So next team we got Minnesota. <laughs> you bless you, Jay. Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I have right here Anthony Edwards because he is just emerging to be a star, dog, day by day. <laughs> Bless you, my dog. Yeah, thank you, uh, bro. And then ne- and the next team we got is the Pelicans. Uh, Willie Green. <laughs> uh, thank you for Willie <laughs> no, Green. I mean, uh, Pelicans. I think getting Zion, the Zion's playing. The, the Zion's uh, doing basketball activities, actually. At least he has a timetable. Yeah. yeah. He's got a timetable. Uh, it's going to be great for the league seeing Zion back playing. Man. Jokes, all jokes aside about his weight stuff, like he, uh, I want to see him back playing basketball, man. Facts. All right, Jay. The New York Knicks. New York Knicks, just the resurgence of New York basketball, man. They needed that. The league needed that. It's it's nice seeing them being competitive um, and actually having something to play for because I think the league is better for it. So, Max, that's a mecca of basketball, man. We got it. Yeah. New York's rocking. Basketball's rocking. All right, Jay, another team, another team that's not rocking, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, 
uh, the assets. <laughs> they, they got all the assets. <laughs> they got all the assets. Yeah. All right, Jay. Orlando Magic. That young talent, too. Cole Anthony. Shout out Everyday Magic. He, he <laughs> called it. <laughs> but, he, he yeah, no, it. I think, I think uh, yeah, they got a lot of thoughts to be happy with, with their young talent that's emerging from Wagner. Uh, um, yeah, no, they're looking, looking up there. I'm right there with you. Young talent, man. Boy, let's keep it pushing. Let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly, uh, Tyrese Maxey. I think you already knew what you're getting from Joel, but the emergence of Tyrese Maxey, huge, big time. I th- yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I, I just have the emergence of all the guards, man, because we just we didn't know what they were going to look like without losing, losing a player like Ben Simmons, man. But all right, let's keep pushing. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, having the win streak they're on, being thankful for that, um, and being just still at the top of the league uh, is huge for them. Continue success. Thankful for that. Absolutely. You got to be thankful for that win streak. Not every game is just one, you know, some, some luck over there. But all right, let's uh, – next team is the Portland Trailblazers. Mm, uh, Dame time. Dame time? One, yeah, Dame time. Yeah. I have I have Damian Lillard and Damian Lillard's loyalty. He's he's keeping them yeah. afloat. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 for sure. For All sure. right, let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings, uh, new co- coaching change. <laughs> Alvin Gentry, Luke Walton's finally gone, man. They <laughs> regime change. Yeah, that's what they got to be thankful for. Yeah, they got to be thankful for Luke being gone. I agree. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. Greg Popovich, man, the goat, man. the legend. Best coach of all time, in my opinion, Greg Popovich, man. Greg Popovich, man. All right, Jay, what's, what about the six over there, this uh, Toronto Raptors? Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, man. Yes, Looking like the rookie of the year right now, just especially with Evan Mobley right now, out right now. He's looking like the best rookie in the class. So, uh, Scotty Barnes, looking like a steal at four. They, they got to be thankful for Scotty, but they also got to think for the, their, their scouting team. Whoever's doing the scouting did a great job because I know that sure. all of the world, even me, was like, you didn't take Jalen Suggs? And then, yeah. and then now – They definitely got a type, though. They definitely got a type. They like long, lengthy, athletic players, though. That's what Toronto loves, man. So, man. All right, yeah, Jay. What it works. Last two teams, we got the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz continue success as well. Um, they got a great coach with Ken Snyder, so that's what I – Absolutely. And I got just Rudy Gobert's defensive presence. It's shit's mm. insane. He just blocks everything. Last team, Jay, is the Washington Wizards. Wes Unseld being playing relevant basketball, being actually competitive, man. Huge. Shout Absolutely. out to DC. That's huge, Jay, because not only does, you know, they're able to do good, but now you're able to entice Bradley Beal to stay. Even if you don't make it far, you're like, but mm-hmm. look, Brad, we can be good. We can yep. do it. So uh, I think that that's great all around, man. But that there you have it, everybody. That was all 30 teams. Just something real quick to, uh, to each team to be thankful for. All right, real quick, Jay, right before we check off here, we got we got to do our uh, our uh, games and who you think is going to win picks uh, again. Like how you said, today is Saturday, November 27th. These are for Sunday, November 28th. Uh, first game of the day, we got the Warriors versus the Clippers. Uh, I got the Warriors winning that one. Um, I think. Stephanie's a break his curse to the Staples Center. I believe that. I think it's in uh, state. I think it's in LA. But I think uh, I got the I got the Warriors in that. 
I got the words in that too, man. Steph needs to break it before it becomes crypto.com. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. All right, next <laughs> next thing we got is the Bucks versus the Pacers. Uh, I got the Bucks in that. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, next, sir. Team, next, next team is the Toronto Raptors versus the Celtics. Toronto Raptors versus the Celtics. I got the Raptors in that. I think that it's a must win. They're back on on in back in Toronto. Um, they got to get things. They play better at home too. So got the Raps. Yeah, I got the Raps on that one too. Next team we got is the Grizzlies versus the Kings. Damn. Uh, <laughs> no, I got. <laughs> man, I I got I got the I got the Kings in that. I think they're gonna go back to back. Um, they're without. Grizzlies are going to be without their leader in jaw, and I think that's going to hurt them a lot. So I got the okay. Kings in that. Facts. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I think that they're, the Grizzlies are still going to be uh, suffocating, looking for looking for air without jaw. And so I got the Kings on that one. And then the WWE Royal Rumble of the night, Jay. <laughs> the main event, Jay. <laughs> the main event, Jay. Jeez. Detroit Pistons versus the Lakers. Who do you got on that one? After two or three ejections, no, I, I don't think there'll be any ejections tomorrow. But I I got the Lakers in that one. But I think it I think it'll be closer than a lot of people expect. I think that uh, I think the late the Pistons are going to be up for that one and ready. Uh, and Isaiah Stewart especially, I think he's going to have a big game tomorrow. Absolutely, Jay. I'm 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 right there with you. I have I have the Lakers pulling that one out, but I do think it is going to be closer than uh than what most people expect because the Lakers seem to let go to the overtime with the Pacers and the Kings and those type of teams. So, I mean, we'll see, man, we'll see, but all right, brother. Well, if you you got anything else you want to add, Jay, before we, before we wrap up here, brother. Nah, man. Uh, Just, we appreciate the support, man. We appreciate the fan support, always listening, tuning in, subscribe to our videos, follow us on the gram, follow us on Twitter, Um, get at us, debate, if you have any questions or concerns or there's something you want to see in the show, let us know, man. We're always we're always open ear uh, criticism, whatever it is. We're here for it, man. We just we should we appreciate y'all. Facts. Jay said it best, man. I ain't got nothing to say, man. Besides, make sure to follow us on our Instagram, Twitter. It's going to be right here and in the description down below. For those of you guys that are on podcasts, just know it's at Clutch Talk Pod at clutch talk pod get at us man because if you didn't know now you know my brother we out of here my dog peace